안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and members of office. 안녕하십니까. I am so excited every day. I can deliver God's word. And I can see each one of you. This is one of the, my really great happiness every day. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. You give us this wonderful opportunity to study your word. Uh, you know, daily, we really nurturing our heart and mind. Thank you, our heavenly parents and true parents. Uh, yesterday, I had a lunch meeting with the Filipino ethnic ministry leaders. I emphasized the importance of the restoration of environment, witnessing and raising up the young leaders. I really strongly encourage them, you know, uh, through our ethnic group, how can we break through our HTM mission, also witness the young people. They are really beautiful people, leaders, and really unite together. I hope they can do, they can have a great plan for this year. And uh, yeah, this all the major leaders from the Philippine ethnic group. Today, I'd like to talk about the, the importance of the Gachua from True Mother's Anthology, Book One. The importance of the word. True parents' words are like a textbook that we should read every day. It is a guide for our daily life. If you read their words, you will get an idea about what you should do today. Unlike the past, you must have confidence and take pride in mobilizing all of the spirit world together with true parents. To you, true parents' words are a guide and textbook. The person who has no work to do is the most pitiful. We are happy people because we have a lot of work to do. You should be able to share this happiness with those around you and have a great dream to return that happiness to God abundantly. I believe that only true father's words and ideas can resolve the problems happening all over the world. That is why leaders who can give lectures must be sent out to many nations. We need many leaders. If you equipped yourself with true father's words and teachings, then you can accomplish the work of a hundred people. Imagine if all the people around you would come together for the sake of carrying out God's will. Yes. True mother uh, emphasizes the importance of true parents' word as follows. True parents' words are like a textbook that we should read every day. It is a guide for our daily life. If you read their words, you will get an idea about what you should do today. True parents was a guide and textbook. My brothers and sisters, that's why I'd like to remind you again. Then what is the purpose of Fundo? True parents, just now, even true mother emphasizes of the you know fundo. Then what is the purpose of Fundo? 
The purpose of the fundong is ultimately to nurture filial piety and culture the heart. If you have the true filial piety, tears you shed for your parents will never dry up. So because the word of God is his love, the more we take God's love, the more we get the heart of filial piety. Our final goal is what? Final goal is to beat up father and child, parent and child relationship. Centering what? Centering on what? Centering on heart. Centering on filial piety. That's why the more we read father's word, mother's word, we are doing hundoke. And you know, main goal is how to cultivate my heart, how to really nurture filial piety. That is our fundamental goal, my brothers and sisters, right? And filial piety is living according to the parents' wishes without going against their hearts. The path of becoming God's sanctuary is transforming the human body into the incarnation of God's word. You should fill up your heart with the word so that you become God's temple. Fundog is reading the mind of God, reading heart of God. Therefore, the more you read, the more filial piety grows. That's why I was so inspired someone's testimony that whenever he read the divine principle, he said, I can read God's heart. Oh, this is a, this man was a really great guy, you know, but we learn from the father. When, you, when we read the divine principle, when we, when we read the Father's word and Mother's word, and then we can read the heart of God. You know, there are suffering, there are wishes, there are difficulties, and then there are ultimate goal. We can understand through the Hundoke. So once you become his temple, you can finally achieve the oneness with God resemble his character and experience his heart. That's why my brothers and sisters today, just now our, you know, the Billy mentioned that, you know, God's word is God's love. That's true. God's word is God's love. That's why the more we read God's word, that is really, we are really eating God's word. It, eating God's love. So very, very powerful. That's why, as a man of faith, you do not really appreciate, you do not value the importance of the God's word. Your life of faith is no more hope. So those who are not much connected to God's word, you look at their life of faith, you know, become very far relationship, you know, uh, from God and to the parents. Leaving divine principle and then yeah, uh, today I'm going to talk about the dual purposes. Dual purposes. All entities have dual purposes. Every entity has dual centers of movement, one of internal nature and another of external form. These centers pursue corresponding purposes for the sake of the whole and for the sake of the individual whose relationship is the same as that between internal nature 
and external form. These dual purposes relate to each other as cause and result, internal and external, and subject partner and object partner. Hence, there cannot be any individual purpose which does not support the whole purpose, nor can there be any whole purpose that does not guarantee the interest of the individual. So yeah, based on that, let's just study Father's work. The individual should go the path of sacrificing itself for the purpose of the whole. Yet, when the fortunes of the world comes to an end, the value of their existence shall disappear. At that place where the fortunes of the world come to an end, you must release the bitter sorrow of the cosmos. The purpose of restoring the individual is not so that the individual can prosper. People who believe in Christianity go about saying, let us be saved and enter heaven by believing in Jesus. However, that is not how you enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Well, next uh, you know, slide about talking about more. Uh, here, there can be no individual salvation without foundation of the family. Not family salvation without the foundation of the tribe. No tribal salvation without the foundation of the nation. And no salvation of a nation without foundation of the world. So all things are connected by the dual purpose in this way. The reason that existing religions could not achieve individual salvation no matter how much they cry out for individual salvation was because they did not know the principle of dual purpose. Existing religious did not know that when true family salvation is achieved, the individual is also completely saved. You cannot forget about individual perfection without a family that has obtained the, the environment of the four great realms of heart. So we can, we can complete our individual perfection or individual salvation through experience of four great realms of heart, the four great realms of heart in the family without receiving father's love, without receiving mother's love, without giving take with your spouse, without giving take, taking without you, your brothers and sisters and the children, how can you as an individual, you become perfect being? You run away from home and go to the mountain and meditate day and night and then, you know, huh? you are, do you think you can become perfect being? Only can become perfect being through heart and love. Without experiencing heart and love, how can your individual become perfect being? That's why individual perfection only through family environment. That's why you need to have dual purposes. Your own individual, at the same time, you need to think the more greater purpose, which is a family. So in order to become individual perfection, my brothers and sisters, definitely you need to experience from your father and mother's love. Definitely you need to experience even your spouse's love from your, uh, uh, your siblings' love, your children's love. So in another sense, 
many people say, oh, individual perfection, you know, before receiving blessing, and we first uh, complete the individual perfection, and then a second blessing. We cannot divide it like that. <laughs> what is the real meaning of the individual perfection? What is the real meaning of the individual perfection? Of course, you can grow up individually as Adam, as evil, until top of the growth stage, and after receiving blessing. And then when you enter the realm of the family, you can feel your parents' love, you can feel your siblings' love, conjugal love, children's love. And then that time, finally, you can achieve at the same time individual perfection as well. My brothers and sisters, without relating your father and mother, your spouse, your children, your brothers and sisters, what are you talking about? Individual perfection. Huh? Complete separate your father and mother. You go to the temple day and night meditating. Do you think you can gain? You can gain individual perfection. What are you talking about? This is a wrong concept. Really wrong concept, my brothers and sisters. You say, oh, mind and body unity, mind and body unity, and meditating, mind and body unity, control my body. Huh. Without receiving love from God, from your parents, from your spouse, and from your family members, how can you become individual perfection? Any perfection relate to heart and love, my brothers and sisters, cannot be separate, everything connected. Individual need to connect to family. Family need to connect to tribe. Tribe need to connect to the, the nation. Nation need to connect to the, the world. That's why everything connected, centering on dual purposes, my brothers and sisters. The purpose of the whole is restoring the environment. Without the creation of an environment, there can be no substantial salvation. Two parents created media organization like the Washington Times and organization like UPF to restore the environment, substantial witnessing or restoration become possible on the foundation of restoration of the environment. The environment is like a fence. The fence for the individual is the family, the fence in the family is the tribe. The fence for the tribe is the country. The fence for a country is the world. The fence in the world is the universe. Therefore, you should always live dual purpose life. America's offense is the world. If America is a live for the sake of the world, it is automatically protected. When Jesus died on the cross, the fence of the family was broken. It is because the fence of the kinship and tribe and Judaism have been broken. Our Jesus really could not fulfill his mission. You know, environmental uh, the restoration, very important, very much related. Oh, someone said, why we are so, spend so much money for the UPF or external activity in Washington Times, oh, incredible money we are spending this and that. Huh. My brothers and sisters, without restoring environment, you cannot be protected. Cannot. Individual, how to be protected? You need to have the family environment. Your father and mother need to protect you. Your brothers and sisters need to protect you. 
right? Protection. Environment is a protection. Heavenly Father, without creating sun and moon and ocean, how human being can survive? He can create a human being without environment. What are you talking about? So we, we, environment means a foundation, external foundation. Without house, how you can survive? Many people really struggling about our outreach, spending so much descendant. Definitely we need, we need to creating, need to creating environment. Jesus could not create the environment, political environment, religious environment. That's why he, he died. Looks like spending so much money, looks like so much we are spending our energy, but we need it. We need it, my brothers and sisters. So why father need to go to Hungan prison? Christian environment could not accept father. Why father need to go to the temple prison? We could not rest that kind of the external environment. You see, even though we are individually one by one witnessing and you know, that is good, but without creating environment, Anytime persecuted by government from outside, immediately collapse because no, no protection, my brothers and sisters. Okay, next slide. Human beings have dual purposes. Not only did he have to complete his individual responsibility, Jesus also had to establish all indemnity conditions on behalf of the family, tribe, people, nation, world, and cosmos, and also indemnity conditions on behalf of the victories of all individuals. His position was the utmost core of the individual, family, tribe, people, nation, world, and cosmos, and was the focus of attention of the entire universe. That is why it had to engage in a decisive battle with Satan while drawing in all the historical conditions. This was the final battle which Jesus attempted to bring an end to during the three years of his public life at the end of his 33 years on earth. Yeah, I think just now I again explained that. I think we need to repeat again. Uh, today's youth ministry, righteousness is achieved through the uh, unchanging faith. So Heavenly Honey, please read. Righteousness is achieved through unchanging faith. Most of us do not know how to apply the graced word in our lives. As a result, you easily lose the words you were graced and stimulated by and easily become tired. You may feel that the word is clear and correct, but because you do not apply the word to your life and value it, you easily just do the work given to you. When we are working, we must not only think about work, but also know that the place where we work is a place that resurrects our hearts. Otherwise, if you only think of it as the place of work and separate work and the word and do not connect them, we usually become tired. Yes, although we receive grace through the word, 
We are very, very inspired by God's word. However, we do not know how to apply the word in the real world, in our daily life. So we do not gain strength. The reason I cannot gain strength, uh, strength in reality, in our daily life after hearing the word is because I divide work and the word, work and the word, job and the word, and think of them as separate. I need to connect all my work to the will and think providentially. And I need to know clearly that the place I walk is the place I have to revive my heart. Someone say that, oh, church is a church, walking is walking, you know, separating. Then how to apply God's word in your daily life? If I cannot connect everything you do to God's word, I just become a you know, worker, just workaholic. Therefore, we need to live connecting everything with God's heart and God's word. Next. If you received grace and stimulation through the word, you need to keep that as the standard and apply it to your lives. Otherwise, who will keep the standards that have been lost in the meantime? Once we lose our standards and waver in our environment, our spirits will be tired. We have to overcome the environment around us. No matter how hard the circumstances you face is, you should not lose the standards you set for yourself and regard them as life. It is like saying that no one else can eat on my behalf. The taste of the food I eat must be tasted by myself. In this way, the person who needs to be stimulated with their own standards is themselves. Yes. My heart grows when it is stimulated by the word. What that did not stimulate me eventually flow away. Of the words I have heard, only those that have stimulated and moved me remain. Even though we are listening so many words, but any word to not touch my heart, nothing remain, right? Some, some word is really stimulate you and move your heart, then only remain. Therefore, you should always live with the keyword of the word that stimulate you. A life that is not lived centered on the word has no more hope. My brothers and sisters, that's why you need to have the keyword. Someone asking you, what is your keyword today? What is your, your keyword these days? You do not say anything, that means you, your life is meaningless. You need to have always a keyword. Whenever you think your keyword, which word is inspire you, really giving really incredible strength and power to you. You need to have a keyword. Whenever you think your keyword always inspire you again and again and again and giving you incredible strength and power. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying a life that is not live the centering on God's word 
has no more hope. This guy already gone, already taken by Satan. That's why those who do not study God's work, those who do not consider God's work, hopeless, completely hopeless. No more connect to God, no more connect to your parents, no more connect to kingdom of heaven. If we do not leave centering on the work, human being will always flow, flow horizontally centered on the flesh. And they just only focus on what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, same as secular world people. A life centered on flesh becomes a center rather than a life centered on spirit. They become very humanistic people and sometimes become a being centered on the desire of the flesh, just like an animal. Animal just only focus on what to eat, what to drink, what to wear. Right? That's why human being, as a human being, you do not, do not uh, live centered on, centered on God's work. We easily become our horizontal guy, become animals, my brothers and sisters. That's why the word is a very important word, because word is God's love. We can nurture our heart through God's word. Word is not just only word. Word is God's love. Therefore, if you lose the standard of the word while living your life of faith, you will lose everything. Therefore, you need to live the word as a life. God's word is your lifeline. Very important, my brothers and sisters. We need to live always by the standards of the word. Otherwise, it easily becomes a life dominated by other people or environment. Only when we have give and take centered on the word and with the standards we have set will our spirits gain strength. Therefore, it is important how much we cherish and value the work we do in our living sphere. Do you consider your work to be God's work? Are you living by applying God's word to the work you do? And if you value what you do, you should make sure that the people you work with also share the same values and practice them. If you work in the same place or office, but the others only think of their work as mere work and do not value it, even if I cry and appeal, I have to change their values. Yes. We need to multiply. If we do not live with the standard of the world, any human being can become dominated by the environment immediately. When others get angry, I also get angry. When others ignore me, I also ignore others. When others persecute me, and I also persecute others. My feelings go up and down depend on the environment. Without, without keeping standard of God's word, my brothers and sisters. There is no way our heart can gain strength without the word. There is no way our heart can gain strength without the word. There is no way our heart can gain strength without the word. Furthermore, I need to apply this word to my life. To apply the word is real life. 
You have to value what you do and serve everyone you deal with like God. I have to think of my work as God's work, my brothers and sisters. If I don't serve the people, I work with God's people. I can't change my environment to the heavenly environment. Do not think that only going to the church and witnessing or visiting church is God's work. Think of everything I do as God's will, as God's work. Do not think that only church members are sons and daughters of God. But think of everyone I give and I give and receive with, with as a children of God. This is the way to apply God's word, my brothers and sisters. Next. If you say you are valuable, but do not put it into practice, you are not valuing what you are doing at all. If you think that what you do is valuable, you must thoroughly preserve those values. You have to keep your standards of faith, even at the risk of your life, Raising one standard of faith in this way is ultimately about upgrading a higher spiritual level. It took Rachel a long time to correct her own standards of faith. Only after wasting a lot of time did she realize, repent to God and give birth to Jacob's 11th child, Joseph. Many of us are like Rachel. When you run into a problem, you only realize it after you have been conflicted for a long time and wasting a lot of time. Yes. To upgrade my heart, I must first value myself. My brothers and sisters, again. To upgrade my heart, I must first value myself. I have to think of myself as God. I belong to God. I am God's belonging. This concept, attitude, mindset, very important. If you do not treat yourself as God's belonging, you cannot apply God's word in your daily life. How to begin, how to apply God's word in our daily life? First, you need to think that I belong to God. I am, you know, God's belonging. I have to think of myself as God. Secondly, I must think of what I am doing as God's work, God's will, what I am doing here in government's job, your job in school or church, whatever, what I am doing. This is God's will. This is God's work. This, this kind of the attitude is important. When you think my job is God's work, my job is God's will, then already you can apply God's work through your daily life. Third, I have to treat all people I relate with as God's people and serve them. Not just only unification church member, they are son of God and daughter of God. I relate with as God's people and serve them. 
they are son of God, they are daughter of God. Again, I'd like to remind you again. Number one, what do you have? You need you, you must first value yourself. You treat yourself as God's belonging. Secondly, you need to really need to think that what you are doing as God's will, as God's work. Thirdly, you need to treat all people you relate with as God's people. Wow. If you have this kind of a mindset and attitude, your heart surely will be upgraded. They end up growing. And then your heart surely will be upgraded, my brothers and sisters. That's why our attitude is important. First, we have that kind of mindset, attitude, and then we can apply God's word in our daily life. Next. A victor is overflowing with hope, even when he is sleeping. And he is unknowingly overflowing with gratitude, hope, and joy. This is what a resurrected person is like. When forming relationships with other people, we throw away all bad thoughts and preconceived notions about that person. Find only the good points and try to use them to contribute to our spiritual growth. If I harbor the other person's bad points, I lose even the good points I have seen in that person until now. Under no circumstances should you remember people's shortcomings. You should embrace that person as a parent and try to see the values of that person. Then you can save time and live a rewarding life. If I always see people's shortcomings and have conflict, I waste a lot of time. Many of us lead such foolish lives. Under no circumstances should you remember people's shortcomings. The more I remember the other person's shortcoming, the more clouded my heart becomes. It becomes a po poison to my spirit life. Then how can you avoid remembering their shortcomings? First, you should always see them with the heart of a parent. He's my child. You need to see them centering on God's point of view, centering on the point of a parent. Secondly, if you see the other person's shortcomings, then what to do? If you are parents of that guy, what to do? If you are parents of that guy, then you surely think that I will be responsible for that. I will be definitely responsible for his shortcoming and have a heart to nurture that person. Wow, that kind of a responsible heart. Okay, whenever I see someone's shortcoming through my serving, through my loving, through my helping, I want to be responsible and I nurture that guy and become good guy. This is the heart of the parents, my brothers and sisters. This is the way you need, you can deal with someone's shortcoming. I have to think of the myself as uh, bearing the Close for other person. That's why when your summer's shortcoming, 
you need to think that I have to be responsible for that. I want to, I want to bear the cross for that kind of shortcoming. That is the heart of the parents, my brothers and sisters. According to my experience, you know, when I see anyone shortcoming and remember, nothing helped my spiritual life at all. That's why I always try to find, even though you are a bad guy, you need to see that person's a good point, centering on God's point of view. If you keep someone's shortcoming and then become the poison and killing your spiritual life, I really realized a long time. That's why, you know, we are, we are talking about our Rachel and Ria and Rachel until she realized how much she wasted her time. That's why many of us lead such foolish lives, including me, my brothers and sisters. Next. How much gratitude do you live with on a regular day? The victor is grateful for everything. Such a life of gratitude becomes the driving force for victory in any situation. And no matter if they suffer a blow or are neglected, they do not put value there. If you just get praised by others and become captivated in a good mood and lose all your value, you lose all your values. Even when praised or persecuted, you must live a life that does not lose yourself by keeping your standards of value. It is easy for young people to have their emotions fluctuate depending on the mood and environment. That kind of life removes righteous standards from my life. In other words, the righteousness obtained by faith is lost. Yes. What is the righteousness in the life of faith? Righteousness to maintain the content that is received and stimulated through the work in any situation. You know, to maintain the first motivation you have decided on, you must always live under the stimulation of the work. Next, the grace received must be multiplied. If you do not multiply your original motivation and determination will be clouded, my brothers. This is an important point. Oh, I need to, I need to maintain, I keep first the motivation, or I try to remember God's work. That's also fine. The best way to maintain your first motivation, when you are inspired, then you need to multiply to others. When you multiply after receiving God's word and uh, that kind of grace, wow, then you can confirm that, wow, this truth is real, real. This is really truth. The more you multiply, this is the way to maintain and keeping your first motivation. Through the multiplying, I can maintain the content that I have been blessed with. Business people's secret to not becoming exhausted is to make a profit through their business. Right? Business people, how do they really inspire? Make profit? 
if that company make the profit and you are working day and night, selling sleepless night, just only sleep two hours, three hours, but three hours, but continuously you can create the one that uh, the profit. Wow! Our life of faith is saying, you do not create profit. It is impossible to maintain your first motivation. First of all, you need to think. Do not forget God's word. Always stimulate with you. Secondly, need to multiply. That's why without witnessing, without salvation, you cannot maintain God's word. And you need to multiply. When you make a gay a gain, you never become the tired. No matter how tired you are, you are excited. In our life of faith, when we only receive grace and do not multiply it, the stimulus we receive from grace will soon subside, immediately disappear, my brothers and sisters. Oh my God. Dr. Young teach all the top secret to you. I do not know from now what to share more. Already teach too much. Am I right, my brothers and sisters? Okay, final slide. What you experience with heaven is the work of God himself. So you can boast about it in any environment. But most importantly, we must not lose our experiences with God. Jacob never forgot his experience of meeting God at Bethel throughout his life. Although he faced many trials for 21 years from his maternal uncle Laban, he did not lose the first standard he had promised with God. And he triumphed bravely because he had righteousness. A person who works only in a good environment and avoids a bad environment is not righteous. A righteous person is a person who, once he has set a standard, does not lose that standard no matter where he goes. Although we are aware of the saying, we gain righteousness by faith, most of us are still dominated by the environment. Yes. Jacob's secret of the maintaining his faith was that he reflected on his experience of meeting God at Bethel. Every day, he never ever forget his experience of the meeting God. This is one of the way maintaining our spirit. True Father never forget the experience of the meeting Jesus and meeting God one on one. Never forget. The reason Noah built the ark for 120 years without changing was because he never forget the uh, enchanting enchanting moment when Noah received the commandment from God to build the ark. He cannot forget such a beautiful, incredible experience of receiving some commandment from God directly. Cannot forget. That's why we need to remember our meeting with God, our meeting with the true parents, whether it is a very small or big event in the past, if we have an unforgettable memory of a meeting God or with our true parents like Jacob, we should always be aware of it. We need to know that 
Righteousness is achieved through the unchanging faith. Two things, you know, to maintain our life of faith, you need to know that preciousness of the gospel, and then remember your experience with God to work. Number third, need to multiply. Need to multiply. This is the way maintain our faith. This is the way uh, you know we can gain the righteousness by faith. Thank you very much.